Okay, week 18, Home Dogs Pod, with you for the final time this regular season. We will have postseason episodes, but a uh, final time in the regular season, our final week entering picks into the circuit contest. Obviously, a weird week in the NFL coming at you, uh, at least with some uplifting news today. We're taping this on Thursday night when uh, we now know that DeMar Hamlin's going to be all right, probably going to be okay, make a, make a full recovery. Who knows if he'll play football again, but sounds like everything's going well, so that was great news to hear. Just a weird freaking Monday night game, obviously, in a weird few days that follow. Never seen anything like that. Uh, we obviously had the Bills in, in our main contest play that ended up being a push. The, the Circa, nice enough to give out pushes, at least for a game that got canceled. Uh, if you're in the Super Contest, our, our old friends at the Westgate, uh, they give you zero points if your game gets canceled. So uh, at least we got a little half point there, but contest doesn't really matter anymore. I mean, we're not winning any money this year. Uh, about 500 this week. I think we were 3-2 and two in our bucket entry. We were 2-2-1 two, two and one in our main entry. We're not uh, cashing out this year, but both records pretty solid. We're above 500 in our fuck it entry now. Uh, we're about 55% on the year in, in our main entry. So looking at the standings, looks like we need to be around 61% to be in that top 100. So, you know, that's like what a handful of games that that go our way. Obviously, we have the worst luck in the world, as every loser says, but uh, a handful of games go our way and we're right there. So another encouraging season, a weird week. Uh, I don't really know what to say, really, Trav. You, you got any thoughts on, on the weirdness of everything here? No, not about what happened this week. I mean, it was a horrifying sight on Monday. You know, I thought we should, not that anyone cares what we think about stuff like this, but you know, I just, ESPN, I thought everyone did a really good job, which, you know, in the past, like, Mike, I think you made the point, like, could you imagine if tests were on that or or somebody Steve else? Levy. Maybe? Yeah. yeah, Levy. Like, and not, not that they would have been obnoxious or inappropriate, but just I thought that, you know, obviously Buck is very polished. He did a nice job. And then everyone in the studio, I thought did a really good job. So yeah, it was horrible. It's good to hear to your point, Mike, the, the good news that we're getting out today. So obviously some good stuff has come out of this um, in terms of his toy drive and, you know, learning more about him as a person, which I think is always interesting, right? I mean, like the NFL, while they have stars that get marketed in big ways, um, you know, these guys wear helmets and you can't identify them by their face for the most part. And there's a lot of guys that play special teams or that kind of, you know, fly under the radar. So even though it's in crappy circumstances, I think it's pretty cool. You get to hear somebody else's story that you otherwise wouldn't hear. So, so that was great. And, uh, you know, thank God that they had a defibrillator on site. I mean, I was telling you guys that um, we had a very close friend when my brother was in high school, pass away from something similar. And he has established or his family's established a foundation. This kid happened to die on the basketball court. But to basically get these uh, mobile defibrillators or AED devices, it all kind of public gathering places and in, in sports fields uh, that you'd play at as a kid. So um, good that it was there. Good that they had the medical people there. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough, but it's, you know, sounds like we're, we're heading in the right direction. Yeah. I was listening Did to it? the doctors, uh, talk today. Sorry, Mark. I was listening to the doctors talk and they were like, you had to respond to this in like two seconds. And I guess like we ripped the NFL, we ripped them, you know, everyone's ripping them on Twitter for the whole five minute thing. Who knows what's true? Who knows what's not, but like they, they do have pretty good safety protocols in place now with physicians and doctors from trauma centers nearby on hand. And they got out there and like did the CPR and defibrillated him in like minutes less than minutes so i mean incredible that they that they do that i mean super super amazing moment um both on the nfl's part and i thought espn did a great job i i just think it's like one of those moments which was kind of cool especially in like today's age that kind of like unites humanity uh even under un really unfortunate circumstances but just really cool to see kind of everybody rallying around it's the donations to the toy drive that Trav you're talking about and just thinking about other like live moments where ESPN has been put in kind of a tricky spot. I was I was thinking back to the Pistons Pacers brawl from two thousand four, 
um, yeah. Yeah. which was live TV. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember this, but I remember reading this in the ESPN book, um, how like everybody, like everybody in the studio that after, you know, after they, after the brawl or whatever was kind of bashing the crowd and saying like, you know, they're awful people or something. And I, I can't remember, like they took just had the wrong take on it and they got kind of pinned like a couple of years later for it. So it just made me think about that. So anyway, long tangent. No, I agree. I mean, everyone did well. Like Booger did well. Susie did well. Schefter did well. Scott Van Pelt and Ryan Clark were good. So it was just like, it, it was like impossible situation. And the game was on ABC. So they like had to fill until uh, 11 o'clock or whatever when that was on at eight. So I thought they did a pretty good job. Obviously, they're not just filling, but you want to keep you in check. But like, there's a lot of tap dancing when you have no idea what's going on. So, oh, I didn't even realize that. That game, that was on, yeah, because I had it on ESPN. So that was on ABC. Yeah, because the Rose Bowl was on ESPN. So, I think right. they, they had on ABC in case the Rose Bowl didn't end in time. Got it. Was the mini cast on as well? I didn't even think to turn that on. I don't think so, but thank goodness it wasn't, right? Yeah. 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 I think as it was a holiday, there's no way those guys are working on holidays. That's Probably true. not. Yeah. Yeah. So weird week, whatever. Thank God he's doing well. Uh, I'm sure it's going to be awesome when he finds out how much money was raised. It'll be awesome when Bills have a home game here in the playoffs or whenever the next time he's at a game and able to do all that stuff, even just as a fan or be on the big screen or they'll have something cool. So should be some pretty fun scenes in Buffalo this weekend against the Patriots and uh, going forward into the playoffs. We're just learning right now that should these teams, any of these three teams that were involved, either Chiefs, Bengals, or Bills meet in the AFC title game and be played in a neutral site. So that's interesting. They canceled the game. It's not going to be replayed, which is definitely the right thing to do. Nobody needs to see this game again. Obviously, more an injury risk for teams that are trying to win a Super Bowl. So you just move on. But sir, just one thing to add. That said, like that first quarter, like there was just a, it was a great crowd atmosphere. Um, You're right. Burrow was great slinging point. it, and Josh Allen was was looking good. It, it, it seems like it was going to be a very fun game. So I almost totally. hope these two teams uh, meet in the playoffs. I think, I think it'd be a good matchup. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be great to have this, this matchup in the uh, AFC Championship game would be a blast. I think for my perspective, I think differs from you guys. Unfortunately, it would be on a neutral site, but you know, that's... Uh, so yeah. you're um, anti-neutral site because you just think it should just play out the way, however it is. Like you, you want to see like a home crowd, I guess a true home crowd. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like I, I get what they're trying to do, but at the end of the day, like they're trying to make everybody happy. And I understand like, you know, Kansas City had lost to both of these teams. So it makes it a little bit more challenging. I'd be curious what their response would have been if Kansas City hadn't lost to both of them. But for yeah. me, it's like, you know, you're, you you can't satisfy everything like like this is a material adverse event and it's horrible and it's like a human tragedy. But at the same time, like it could have been something else. I mean, there could have been a bomb that went off at the stadium and, you know, outside the stadium and that scared everybody and they couldn't play the game because of that. It's just like, I don't know. So you're setting this precedent that's kind of kind of odd to me. So, you know, they had the winning percentage was the way that they approached it in the past. And obviously, you know, when you play the same number of games, if you have the same record, then you move on to the next tiebreaker. But, you know, I think going forward, it should just be that. And unfortunately, if some of these games don't get played, I mean, what I don't, what I don't love about the neutral field is like, I mean, both all three of these cities are at the risk of being in January, being crappy weather, which I think makes for a, a better watching experience, right? You could have snow in any of these cities. It could be cold, windy, rainy, like you get the elements and they're going to put them in a dome, which that's fine. If this were the Colts, you know, hosting the AFC championship game, it'd be in a dome anyway. But I think all three of these teams are kind of fun to watch in the elements. I think Kansas city is the team that gets kind of screwed and like their fans they have a great fan base. They have a great home atmosphere. Like I love watching games at Arrowhead and you kind of miss that 
And so now you're going to make it, which one of you guys said, like a bowl game. And, and that's kind of fine. Like, I, I again, I understand what the NFL is trying to do. But I just don't, I think you lose something at home. Like, I just think the viewer loses something. Um, Maybe. But, I mean, if it's in India, they can open the roof, can't they? They're not going to, though. Like, the roof is <laughs> just for purpose. Like, they're putting it there. Like, yeah, they could, but they're not going yeah. to. So I don't hey, know. We were I just talking like, about how great that that Cincinnati crowd was. I mean, yeah, we, yeah. we are going to be missing. All I think that. all like, these fan bases like, are great, and, and they're going to travel, and it's going to be, it's going to be great. Like, you, it's, you, it's, I don't know why we think it's going to be great. Honestly, like you can say it because it's going to be 50-50 in the crowd or whatever. But like at the end of the day, it's not. It doesn't have to be fifty-fifty. Like no. you can just put the tickets up. So you know, I'm a season ticket holder. I'm not. But if I were a season ticket holder and I'm supposed to get playoff tickets, I'm supposed to host the AFC Championship game. And my team's sitting there at the top of the standings. And now all of a sudden, I got to hope that I win the raffle to get a ticket in Indy so that I can have the pleasure to drive eight hours or whatever the fuck it is to go sit inside. It's like, you know, yeah. again, you're, you're just never going to make everyone happy. So why not just leave things the way they are and just say, hey, look, this is a shitty break. It's unfortunate, but, you know, it is what it is. As a Jets fan who hasn't seen a home playoff game since the 1990s, um, if, if this were to happen to the Jets, like I would be livid. Like if they were like slated to get home field advantage yeah. in an alternate world. Um, not to get that that AFC championship game yeah. would be brutal. I'd actually I'm gonna go back and look like and this is a dumb question you guys may know off the top of your head, but like did Cincinnati have a home playoff game last year? I thought the first one was, right? That weird game against they Tennessee. They played the Raiders. They played the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, it, and it all these teams are gonna drive. host a game, right? At least one game, and sometimes two. The the Chiefs are gonna assuming they beat the Raiders get the number one seed, they'll at least host one. And then <laughs> the other two teams are gonna play wildcard weekend and divisional weekend. Uh, oh, Wait, no. so, so, one, yeah. Never mind. Well, well, one so team could host it sounds two. like, yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking like the Bengals and the Bills could meet in round two. Who is going to host that game? The Bills would, I assume, because they say, that's what's so kind of weird about this, right? Like unless the Bills lose and the Bengals win next week, like the Bills will have a better record. So they would host that game. But if they played in the AFC championship game, it would be at a neutral site. Like what? Oh, I, wow. I assume. I mean, yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe that game would be at a neutral site too, but that's not what I gather. It, it's a little bit more messy than I thought, than I think. Yeah. A lot of scenarios. Uh, I feel like we should maybe just move on to, to week 18. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Who knows what the <laughs> hell is going to happen? We we got to make a some sense of this week 18 slate, which we always have historically done really well in, but it's so freaking hard because you got quarterbacks starting who have never played all year. You got some teams trying, some teams not. You got teams always end up playing spoiler against divisional teams that are trying to, that need just need a win to get in the playoffs or even a tie. We see it happen every year, so... Who knows what's going to happen? There's a lot of shitty quarterbacks playing, namely on Saturday night. I say we start there because uh, I love the Titans plus six at the Jags with Josh Dobbs starting. It's a little public Sharpie for my liking if looking at the trends, but uh, I don't know how you can trust the Jags and not just take Frable as a dog here. Am I am I stupid there, Mark? Uh, no, I had this in my, my top five. I came across a random stat. There are 11 instances since 2000. Uh, with one team having a, a four-day rest advantage at week 15 or later, and those teams are 7-3-1 and one, uh, against the spread. So good good matchup spot. And then just Frable with the extended, I think you know we had quoted his uh, bye week stats against the spread. They were pretty good. I think he lost off the bye this year, but otherwise he's been like stellar. Um, so I, I love him as an underdog here. I think it's a, people are overrating this Jaguars team. Yeah, I also think, I mean, obviously Tennessee is still alive, so it may not apply so much here, but when you have like a must-win game for some of these teams, whether it's to get into the playoffs or to secure home field advantage, like I think the line tends to get overinflated in their favor, and I think here that would apply to Jacksonville. Like I don't see 
even with Dobbs, like why this is almost a touchdown. So even though the trends favor uh, the Jags, I think the Titans are getting 60% of the bets and only 45% of the money. Um, I still would ride with Vrabel. I, I just would like to monitor the injury report because they kind of punted on last week's game. Uh, and I just don't know, like, are those guys, were they just sitting everybody? Yeah, yeah they're, they're all, they're all healthy? activated. They're all activated. Everybody. Henry, Simmons, Autry. They're Autry. All, yeah. all right. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they just like totally gave up and they actually like played Dallas pretty hard. Like that Dobbs guy was like, okay. They kept it close for a little bit, and then Dallas. I don't think Dallas covered right. They won by twelve or something like that. Uh, no, they, they did cover fourteen. We, the number yeah. was twelve. They covered by fourteen. We said oh, last week yeah. they should. It felt like you should get a couple more points, and we would have been right. Yeah, yeah. All right, I love it, but uh, you know, I'm fine. I just think you got to take divisional dogs this week. Obviously, they're all divisional games. So, uh, and one quick note: we cannot take the uh, Bills Patriots game in the circuit contest this week. Uh, they posted the lines on Thursday afternoon when we didn't know if that game was going to be canceled or they just said various uncertainties. So Bill's Pats is unavailable, but I personally will be taking Bill's minus seven or under if that's what it is. The other Saturday game is Chiefs Raiders at 430. Do you guys have any inkling either way? It's a nine, nine point game. I, I was just a little curious on the Raiders. I know they're coming off a big, big kind of performance last week, but it's, I, I just think to that, I was a Monday night game earlier this season where these two teams played. It was like 33, 31. thought maybe a revenge spot for the Raiders. It's all my case. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of like it. I mean, they, uh, you know, I, I wish that they hadn't played so well last week, but uh, Mahomes is one and eight against the spread as a road fave over a touchdown. And I do think this applies to that like overinflated line in a must win game for the Chiefs to secure home field. So, um, or excuse me, to secure the bye. So, nine and a half at home for the Raiders. I'd love to get 10. I don't think we will we'll probably get nine, but um, I definitely would consider it. Yeah, it worries me a little bit. The Chiefs have been squeaking out these games week after week after week, right? It's like every week. We watch it and you're like, what are they doing? And they find a way to win. Eventually, they're going to blow somebody out. Maybe they're not. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're against the spread record is horrible. I mean, they're 5-10-1 against the spread this year, I think. Yeah. I'm wondering if that was like the Raiders' chance and now last week. That's maybe. something. At least there's like tape on Stidham now. I don't know. This game scares me. But yeah, you're right. I mean, just, I mean yeah. every underdog this week is the right side, right? Pretty much. I, I like a lot. Of, I have like one favorite, yeah. I think, this week. Okay. Well, why don't you go there? Uh, yeah, so I like Denver uh, <laughs> minus two and a half versus the Chargers. We got three in the contest. So, we got three. Uh, three. Okay. Well, the only reason I like this is because the Bengals play the Ravens at one o'clock. Um, this game's at four o'clock. And if the Bengals beat the Ravens, then the Chargers are going to have no reason to play their guys. So I, I think if that happens, you know, Staley being kind of an analytics kind of guy, I think he'll rest all of his guys in the game, um, especially considering how fragile the Chargers are in general. So more of like a, a spot play. I think this line's kind of sitting at three and could go up or down depending what happens in that uh, Bengals-Ravens uh, games. But I, I think I think the Bengals are going to win. I'd, I'd be shocked if Tyler Huntley gets a W in Cincy coming off of uh, what happened last week. So, And I, I think this Denver coaching staff still has like, you know, they're an interim staff. They're kind of trying to prove themselves. Um, so I, I think they'll still coach coach these guys up. Kind of a random game, but I think it's like a, a decent spot. Yeah, I don't I don't mind it. I mean, I guess my caution, I don't know that any of this matters anymore in week 18, but Denver's one in six against the spread as a favorite. So I think we've done well with them as a dog. I've not liked them as a favorite at all. But to your point, the line, you know, doesn't really mean much because the motivation for the game is going to change, you know, when the one o'clock game wraps up. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind keeping it around. Who's the is it Chase Daniel Chargers backup? Or am I making that up? No, I think it is. Uh, definitely was. I'm sure if he's still there. Could look it up. Mm. Yeah. Yep. It seems like a good spot. 
I mean, Russ is what going to send Broncos country out with a big time win here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, got to build some momentum for next year. He's there for four more years. <sighs> I liked one other favorite. I, I like Denver too, Mark. I think you make good points, and I think there is a chance the Chargers can still get the five seed, though, right? Which would be pretty crucial in the AFC because that means you're going to Tennessee or um, they're going to be locked into the five seed if the if the Ravens lose. Okay. So they're going to have no incentive if the Bengals win. All right. And we think the Bengals are definitely going to win. They're favored by seven and a half. Line, I guess. The line seven. I mean, uh, I, yeah. we should talk about that game. I mean, you know, the Ravens defense is definitely very good. I don't think they've allowed more than 15 or 17 points in like the last like six or seven weeks. So maybe they keep it close. And is Lamar even play? I haven't looked at like any practice reports. Is there a chance he plays? It doesn't sound like it. Harbaugh's been really like kind of a dick about it. He's basically like, there's no news every day. Mm. I mean, if you're the Bengals, though, and similarly to the Bills, like it's going to be weird for a little bit, right? When you see something like that happen to like really want to go hit somebody. I think it'll be weird for a couple minutes. There's no doubt. Yeah. I kind of like the Ravens this week, but I, I don't know if I have the balls to take them because we've been, we've been riding the Ravens a bunch here. And God, that was a heartbreaker on, on Sunday night for us. We had them against Pickett. And that, that was a really tough one to swallow. Yeah. Huntley's, know, Huntley's can't, really can't move the ball well. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, it feels like it's the right side, Baltimore, but I don't know if some of these other games that mean less are almost easier to I agree. handicap. Elsewhere in the division, I kind of like the Browns plus two and a half at the Steelers. Like Pickett's pulled two games out of his ass here uh, in the final seconds against the Raiders and then against the Ravens in, in prime time the last two weeks. I just think they're kind of due. I could see Watson just chucking it, having some fun, trying to build some something towards next season. Why not? He's got nothing to lose. He's got to get the reps in while he can. So uh, I don't feel like anyone's going to be taking them at plus two and a half. So I kind of like that. But and and Tomlin has a fave here in December I'm, or January now. I'm fine fading him. What do you think there, Mark? Uh, I like it. I like it more at three, um, but two and a half. I would still consider it. Uh, I'm kind of rooting for the the Steelers to backdoor their way into the playoffs. I think they just need Miami and New England to lose. But yeah, I think it's the right side. Yeah, I don't have anything else to add. I'll, I'll be rooting for the Steelers too. So that means we should take the Browns. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only other, the two games I really liked were Titans, Browns. And then my, the last one I had a strong conviction on was the Rams plus six at Seattle. Bobby Wagner revenge game. He's been talking a lot of shit all week. I just think you got to fade Seattle off of that Jets win. Uh, Mike White was terrible. Um, there's just too many points here. I, I feel like the Rams are at least going to try. Baker's got something to prove. Wagner's got something to prove. But I don't know. <laughs> Wait, Mark, Bobby you probably Wagner's, watched that Seahawks game. Wagner's talking trash in a week 18 game. That yeah. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He, he is. Nothing for Rams. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think Seattle uh, kind of ran into like a, a tired Jets team last week. So um, I think this line's a little inflated for sure. Yeah, there's some statistic that I'm not going to get right, but that a team with a 40 to 60% win percentage and their win percentage is 5 to 25% better than their opponents is 48, 84, and 5 against the spread in week 18 for the last like 20 years or something. So that would apply to fading Seattle here and an overinflated line like Mark, you said. So um, I would definitely, I'm good with the Rams. I like that one a lot. All right. Uh, those are the only three I had. Uh... Trav, you have any that you really love this week or been standing out to you trends wise? No, the only one that I was curious and it's a weird fave and it may just be so disgusting. You don't, 
you don't want to take it. But Atlanta's getting 30% of the bets, 65% of the money. They're four and a half point home faves to Tampa, who doesn't need the game in any, you know, they're locked in where they are. Yeah. So I don't know. I was kind of curious about Atlanta. Like that's a young team guys. I think will still be playing. I think the coach will be coaching. So I think Tampa, this could literally be, you know, a, a quasi off week. So that offensive line got a little healthier. They looked better last week. Maybe that's going to help them in the playoffs, but I'm not sure that they're healthy enough to, to go balls to the wall this week. So I was kind of curious on Atlanta four and a half is a weird number to lay, but I was just curious about them as a fave. Yeah. I like Yo, that. Yo Gabba Gabbert. A lot of hint this week, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like this one as well. I feel like the Bucs got healthy, like you said, that they can't risk any injuries, so they're going to have to be real conservative in this game. They already are really conservative on offense. Yeah, game, so that's like yeah, they're, they're just going to they're just going to run it up the middle with that Rashad White guy, or even if they have like a third stringer. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I like this one a lot. Uh, all right. Although Falcons couldn't win a meaningless game against the Cardinals last week at home, but but the, but the Cardinals were still like really trying. I, I feel like yeah, I you're know. right. No, they were David Blau. Yeah. The Falcons is a good fave. I uh, I have one game that I left in my top five. I like Washington uh, plus seven. This is another motivation angle game. So Dallas needs Philly to lose. I think if if Philly jumps out to a big lead against the Giants this week, I, I could see Dallas in the second half like taking their foot off the gas here. And then separately, I think you know is the downgrade from Wentz or Heineke to Sam Howell that significant i mean i think Wentz was probably the worst quarterback in the league this year uh heineke was nothing special either the line moved like three three or four points after the the announcement was made and i don't know rookie making his first start of the season in week week 18 i feel like he's got a lot to play for um i could see you know the the commanders keeping this game close with mccarthy and dak i'm not sure if i i mean i know i like this game on the washington side i'm just not sure if i like it more or less if they need it or don't i mean if they need it i could just see like fucking brain constipation with the cowboys um and making things much more complicated than they have to be so i i i'm totally good with this game um i just think the vision of like mccarthy and not not needing the game obviously but the vision of mccarthy and dak trying to win something is just funny to me so i like washington it's crazy they could still get the the division title. It's hard to believe. Yeah, Washington's probably the right side here. God, Wentz was so fucking bad. He better be <laughs> be done in the NFL forever. I can't. We have rules for a reason. He's one of them. No Wentz, no Cousins, which we broke last week, and it b- totally burned us. We did, we had been so good not taking Cousins this year. <laughs> I think we had not taken the Vikings since that London game. We'd only gone against them, which also since, burned us. And then the one time we, which we came flipped. Since which game we had them in London against the Saints when they won on the, the Dinger, uh, they were we also two and- had uh, the Jets against them. I think no, no, I'm saying we hadn't taken Cousins though. Oh, oh, oh. sorry, sorry. We'd sorry. gone against them a fair amount, and yeah, they yeah. burned us over and over again. But uh, yep. I'm saying we we haven't backed Minnesota until this week, and God, that was over in five seconds. But fuck once, that was the moral of my story. Um, what, what do you guys think about the Philly Giants line? Do we think that's appropriate? Too high? Too low? <sighs> I think the Giants are going to arrest everybody. So is it, do you like Tyrod? The receivers are already backups, so that's not a change. I mean, it's kind of interesting because like, even with the backups, if Philly gets out to a big lead, they may cruise too. And like 14 points is enough, at least that's yeah. the line I saw, to give you room on the back end if things, you know. I mean, Tyrod's going to play till the end. We don't have and I don't think that Dable's going to coach any differently. Now, he may, he may rest guys, but I think he's still going to coach to try and win the game. 
Yeah, but, a, I mean, I don't know that I love it. I just I think of the two 14 pointers. There's this and Cardinals 49ers. I like this one better. Just because the Cardinals played hard last week, I feel like. Yeah, they yep. kind of blew their load. Yeah, I like the Giants. They got to rest. You can't let Jones or Barkley get hurt. Obviously, I can't imagine Leonard Williams is going to play. He's been kind of banged up. Dexter, you got to keep Dexter and Tibbs healthy. We're going to the playoffs. Chad, to we, you know, I, I was before Monday night. I was ready to come on here be like giants are going to the playoffs that's that's going to be our, our open sorry to mark for her whose jets just flame out with their fifth straight loss extending their their 12-year drought longest in the nfl <laughs> doesn't uh, sound like you're sorry <laughs> <laughs> no i revel in the jets sorry uh woody's just Again, such doesn't a sound like you're sorry i'm not i enjoy i, I mean, enjoy the jets failures i'm sorry mark it's okay you're not alone um uh, we should talk about that game because uh, today there was uh, some Mike White not playing this week, Buzz. Um, I don't know if it's because of his injury or what, uh, but I think if that's the case, I, I would be interested in Miami. I, I, I did listen to the Joe Beningo podcast, um, <laughs> and I, I just got to play it because I like, literally laughed out loud while I was at work <laughs> listening to this uh, today. Um, I just got to play this ending part of the podcast. Another year down the drain. A year is going to end with an absolute collapse and a six-game losing streak. All gas, no brakes. Bullshit. <laughs> Everybody, have a good I'll talk to you Friday. All right, I just thought the line was hilarious. I was, I was dying. Yeah. <laughs> all gas, no brakes, bullshit. <laughs> oh, boy. I was waiting for all gas, no brakes right off the cliff. <laughs> Classic. Oh, man. If you're a Jets, Jets fan, highly, highly encouraged listening to Joe. So you like, you like Skylar Thompson this week? He got us the back door last week. I kind of do. New England. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's Dolphins. better than Teddy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we, yeah, we were lucky Skyler came into that game and Teddy broke his finger or whatever. He and, hooked and us what up. a fall from grace for Teddy on this podcast who I once had above Tom Brady. I think at one point. So <laughs> just last now, year. Now he can't even beat Skyler Thompson out in my book. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Teddy. We were cruising to a cover in that game, and Teddy threw one of the worst interceptions ever. Uh, he stinks. He stinks. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we, the Jets. Are we still warned try. everybody. I mean, we knew. We knew. We, we had. Knew. We've had these conversations before this year about Teddy. We 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 knew. Yeah, they knew. We got lucky. I do think Salah's going to try here, though. Don't you, Mark? Uh, yeah, I, I just think it could be like. It could be this guy Strevler. Um, Why are the Jets who, favored? They're not. I think it's Miami minus two now. Is the line yeah. on the contest? We have Miami plus one. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Then I think we should we should, should lock it. it. Lock yeah. it up. I mean, that's. Yeah. Although you you had a good point in our text message change about you know taking line value. Like sometimes it's not worth it, but I think week eighteen we can make an exception. Yeah. Uh, but I do think Salah's going to try. He's going to. This is last week to run the stairs, so you know. In the Miami Heat, he's going to get a nice workout in before the game. Um, he's got, I, I he's am, got job security. He's definitely coming back. Uh, actually, I, I was thinking like, well, maybe I'm just jaded by listening to Joe. Um, <laughs> I'm not. I don't know. I'm not convinced that he's 100 percent safe. I, I know it'd be kind of crazy. But... Peyton and Vic next year. Peyton and Fangio. Oh, I would do it in a heartbeat. Right. But those, those, everyone is smart enough to not come there. Well, that's fair. Yeah. But unless, you know, Woody makes this godfather offer that, you know, similar to Leon Hess made to Bill Parcells at the end of his life. Um, 
I mean, Woody's getting up there in age. If Sean Payton has his choice, he's not taking the Zach Wilson, Mike White experiment unless he has a quarterback lined up ready to go to the Jets. But so. what if he loved like Zach Wilson, like going into the draft? Nobody loves Zach Wilson. <laughs> Okay. The, the real question is how much does Sean Payton love Sean Payton? Because I could see him loving being in New York. Maybe. I think there's going to yeah, be some he, pretty he good jobs Giants, available. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if the Cowboys flame out here, like we're going to take the commanders this week, like he's getting that job. Wait, wait, we should, we should talk about, cause this is week, we're going into week, week 18, which coaches are going to get fired. Cause it's probably going to happen this weekend, right? Well, we've already lost, we've already lost rule and we've lost Hackett. So those are two biggies. Lost you Reich and Reich, yeah, and and the, um, yeah, and Reich. And you think uh, Rivera's gone in in Washington? I would think so. And you think Sean Payton would really want to go there? I don't know. I don't know. I think he's waiting for the Dallas job, to be honest. But I could also That's see. Uh, I could also see McVeigh retiring. Mm, I think that ship's. I mean. I don't think he's I'd going be, out like this. Yeah, be, yeah that'd be bad. I, I feel like I'd be surprised. Yeah. I uh, think Cliff, Cliff has probably gone. I don't know. I don't know if this injury buys him an excuse. He just signed an extension before last year along with, with Steve Kime. Yeah, you may be right, but it is the same story with them every year. I mean, it's like the yeah, injury buys him an excuse. Yeah, I like know, Maybe yeah. it's just not the right quarterback. I mean, are they really bringing back Lovey if they have the number they, one pick? Don't say they play hard. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have played hard though. <laughs> well, they didn't play they hard for us last week. They were down thirty-five nothing in like two seconds. It's because we took them. If they're going to take, if they're committed <laughs> to taking a quarterback, I think they would. They would make the move. But then they're paying three coaches at least next year. Maybe oh, they're probably paying four coaches next year. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'm sure they're paying whoever it was before Cully, who I can't. Dude, they probably gave Lovey. They're so cheap. They probably gave Lovey like a one-year op deal with like an option. Yeah, maybe. Same for Cully. But that's another one. Like, who's going there? I have no idea. I just, I, I think Houston's. Kind if you of get the, the number one pick, Houston, you, you can draw somebody there at least. Houston is sitting in the maybe or maybe not. I think they're right on the cusp. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think Peyton's going to want to go somewhere where he's going to get or have a chance to get like full control. So full it, control. You know, yep. I, I don't it's know. It's not going to be the Jets. Uh, maybe, maybe just, I'm hoping Woody just cleans house and gives it to him. I, I don't know. No way. No way. You guys like had a, you had a good draft this past year. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a bizarre headline today. I didn't click on it, but, um, cause it seemed like it was possibly a virus, but that, that McDaniel may be on shaky ground after having started so hot and now given this up. I, I don't see that. I can't imagine that, but I don't know if you guys yeah. saw anything that was more, no. uh, yeah. Okay. I know they signed Mike Glennon, and I saw his quote that yeah, he signed yeah. up because his name is Mike. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Uh, another, like, how do these guys get chances? Like, how does Mike Glennon back on a roster? Did no one watch him play for the Giants I, last year? I don't know. Yeah, like, so how did Carson Wentz make a roster? There has to be somebody in the CFL that's a 23 year old kid that can run around and maybe have upside. Yeah, right. like Dobbs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Dobbs I means been ha- he's been around before. He's been with the Steelers before. Yeah. God, sorry, I have to click on this. Peyton Hillis is trending. Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, he's in critical condition after saving kids from drowning. Jesus Christ! Holy shit! Oh, man. Peyton is doing better. He's in intensive care and having some problems with his kidneys and lungs, but doctors say he's improving. Man, 
Former Madden cover boy. Yeah, the Madden curse. Yeah. Saving Tell kids, me. too. My God. Yeah. Ugh, <clears throat> Jesus. Um, part, part of that great Arkansas backfield with uh, McFadden and Felix Jones. Yeah. Dynamite. Mitch Mustaine, I think, was the quarterback there. <laughs> That's a great pull. Uh, all right. Not, we can't do any more downers. Uh, Packers Lions Sunday night. We got to take the Lions, right? Plus four and a half. I know the Packers are going to win this game and Aaron's going to get back in the playoffs. It's like absolutely sickening to me. I can't believe he figured out a way to sneak back in here. <laughs> it's so annoying. I'm so sick of him. And now he's dating that Mallory Edens on the Bucks heiress. Like this guy's life is, he's just charmed. Fuck him. Yeah. His hair's terrible yeah. these days too. It's gross. It's better than it used to be. Yeah. <sighs> Do, don't you think I, the uh, the Seahawks got like totally screwed here? So the Seahawks they play at four. If they win, they need the Lions to beat Green Bay, but the Lions will be officially eliminated. I know yeah, the Lions right. are going to try regardless, but I, I just feel like they got screwed. Yeah, I, I just think they did it because they know Dan Campbell's not rolling over here. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? They meaning NBC did it because of Dan Campbell? I don't think it was the NFL. I mean, I also look, we're taking the Rams. I don't think it's a guarantee the Seahawks win this game. So, so you think that the NFL put the Lions in prime time, <laughs> not Rodgers? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just know like the Lions are going to get screwed with a bunch of bad calls. I don't know who's refing this game, but the oh, Packers fine, always yeah. get like, especially against the Lions, like just from my shady memory. Like the the calls always go the Packers way. Yeah, yeah. Looks like Sunday night we have uh, Sean. Give it to me. Come on. <laughs> why is this? Make it hurt, baby. Brad Rogers. Hmm. Pretty milk toast. Sean's doing Chargers Broncos. He got relegated. <laughs> no, well, they're saving him up. He is. Uh, gotta keep him fresh. Yeah, gotta keep him fresh. Uh. The three refs who got the there's only three games with no playoff implications: Bucks, Falcons, Texans, Colts, and Panthers, Saints. The three refs who got those games: Jerome, Land, and Alex Kemp. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That, I don't know if stuff. that says anything, but you know, it feels right. Jerome and Land are certainly in my bottom three. Yeah. yeah. Which means the NFL is probably keeping them for the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We still got a. F- we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got like nine games in our mix. Uh, Vikings minus seven. Did and we half. talk about Bears? Bears? Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't take them anymore with that defense, personally. Okay. And and right. Peterman? No. <laughs> that defense we, we, is awful. I want. I like the Lions last week. I took them personally. Like that. Fields was good for like a couple great plays. He had 104 yards rushing in like three seconds in that game. They're like up seven nothing, and they lost like thirty eight to ten. Like they're that defense has got nothing left. This game made me think about Peterman, and when we took him in that first start, he made for the Bulls <laughs> against the Chargers in two thousand seventeen. One, I'm just shocked like McDermott could be so wrong on a guy, uh, but I just looked up his stats really quickly. He was six of fourteen with five interceptions in the first half. <laughs> In the I, don't first half. Those were picks. I don't know how many of those were pick sixes too. I, I didn't look that up. <sighs> they oh lost 54-24. That was epic. Uh, and we can't take the Vikings because of a Cousins rule. So it's fine. Staying away there. Uh, Panthers-Saints. 
Saints by three and a half. I kind of lean New Orleans here, but I don't like that three and a half. I, I kind of like Carolina. All right, let's 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 be out there. Uh, I don't know. The Wilkes stuff is weird. All the all the Harbaugh rumors. Take them, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We haven't. We didn't even get to get get to Michigan. Sorry, Trav. I don't think you want to get into it, but heartbreaker for you. Sorry. It's tough. I, I am mean, sorry they, about that one. Oh, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, it was frustrating to be, you know, at the two yard line twice and get no points. Um, yeah, they beat themselves. So it was actually, you know, for the bad breaks they got, and I don't mean bad calls. I just mean, you know, some bad bounces and mistakes that they made. It was remarkable that it was even a game. So I think they, they didn't play as badly as people are saying. I mean, McCarthy, two pick sixes is bad. Um, but, you know, he came back late. He fought. It just sucks. I mean, this did feel like the time where Georgia, I think, is um, beatable. I'm not sure that TCU can do it. But, you know, I think this was a good chance for Michigan. And, uh, yeah, it, it was frustrating. It was, it was really frustrating. I'm done with also this fucking Philly special at the goal line. Like, please, can everybody <laughs> be done with it? Like, everyone knows it's coming now. Call the timeout to call that play. Like, please enjoy him in Carolina. Yeah. Can we put a variation on it? It's like literally the exact same thing. Yeah. How about just fake it and let the guy like yeah. not throw it to the quarterback? Or you have just... a running quarterback, you could just run it up the middle. Oh, which Michigan happens to do, by yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> but they thought that was a better call on fourth down. Yeah. Ugh, that was brutal. Uh, speaking of Harbaugh, Colts are rumored to get him. Colts minus two and a half over the Texans. I got, I got nothing there either. So that's no. a terrible game. <laughs> Saturday still hasn't won a game since his first one. I could see him going out a winner and then that being the end of his NFL coaching career forever and going right back to ESPN. But it's moonlight Graham on us. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel the need to take that one. So I think that's all of them. It looks like we have 10 games exactly, which works out. Let me just know if I missed anything. I have uh, Tennessee, Denver, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit. Vegas, Rams, Washington, Giants, Dolphins. Do you guys have any that you liked that aren't on there? Sounds right to me. That's a good, good mix. Yeah. I think we can just pull those out of a hat to see which which uh, contest we put it in or which entry. But I don't think it really matters at this point. We're not winning any money. Just having some fun. Uh, I, I still don't understand why the Patriots-Buffalo game isn't on. It's just because when they released the lines, the game wasn't. 100% to be played. I think no. they were like still, they didn't know about Hamlin being okay. And like, they didn't know the mindset of the bills guys. Maybe they didn't want to set a line. Maybe they didn't okay. have a line up at their casino at the time too. Mm. That's I, I didn't even look, did you look during the week to see if there was a line for this game? Yeah. Seven bills by like, seven. No, but like during like two days ago. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It was seven. It's been seven all week. Yeah. yeah okay. That's strange. Yeah, it's interesting. Both the the Bills and the Bengals game this week are the only two that action didn't have trend data on. So I wonder if that means that people weren't taking bets. Like, I don't know. They probably weren't no, taking the just, bets. They probably weren't taking yeah. bets. Um, mm. Yeah, Miami's now minus two. Interesting. I like yeah. that one. Yeah, I, I think it's the Mike White flip partially. So I'm I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh. I'm kind, I mean, you know, White I, hasn't thrown a touchdown in three weeks, and he's he's g good for a three point swing. I'm just looking at all of our entries here. Like, what, of you think if we're if we are trying to have balls here at the end? Like, do you think Jacksonville is a more ballsy play in the contest than the Titans? Yeah, 
It, it may be, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's no. You're right. Okay. Not stupider. All right. Sorry, going back to Mike White, like the I I, th- I mean, look, I, I don't think he's as good as uh, he's been cracked up to be, but um, I, I do think the ribs affected him. And I, I was just thinking back to early the season when Justin Herbert had his rib injury. I mean, he played awful in the first game he came back from that injury. So something to keep in mind for next year if a quarterback has a rib injury, uh, bet against them. What do you th- what do you think uh what do you want the Jets quarterback situation to be next year? Do you think it's gonna be like Mike White and a veteran or is it gonna be uh, I don't know Wilson I, I and a veteran? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I like the way that Mark just like brushed his hands clean of that, saying uh, you know, Mike White not as good as cr- he was cracked up to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we're all looking for the guy that thought he was good. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going with a rib rib pun with cracked up too. Yeah, yeah. 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 How yeah. God, I wish I, I, I guess I should splice together the audio clips of all, all your Mike White praise on this pod over the years. I still, I still like him for the record. I'm not, I'm not saying he's, you know, zero huh. touchdowns in his last three games. He torched the yeah. bears for, for three touchdowns in his first game. Whoop the fucking do. And, uh, Jets haven't won since. Yeah. It's tough being a Mike on Mike White Island right now. <laughs> little, little lonely. Uh, Trav, do you care uh, for our team? What, do you do you want the Vikings? Do you care if we get the 49ers? I'd rather not play the 49ers if I could avoid it. Yeah, I think it's pretty pretty doable as long as they cover 14 points here. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what do you mean? No, I'm saying they're favored by 14. They should win the game, right? That's oh, all yeah, they have yeah, to do. Yeah, and then yeah. we play Minnesota. Yep. So yeah, I'm pretty confident going in there. Uh, yeah, that's it. Week 18. I, wait, I will say, and I said this because I, I thought a couple weeks ago it seemed like the Giants were going to play Minnesota in that first round. The Giants are going to be a very popular play in that game if if that's the matchup, Giants in Minnesota. I'm sure maybe whoever be. plays the Vikings would be popular, but um, the Giants are popular. Yeah. I do think the Vikings could blow out the Bears here a little bit this week and throw some people off the scent, but the Giants should be popular. The Vikings stink. They're 28 in DVOA. Uh, but I'm not confident in the Giants winning either, but I do like him as a frisky dog. Have you come around on Wink yet? No, no, I haven't. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Maybe if he wins a playoff game. <laughs> um. All right, we'll get our picks out to you on Saturday. You know our 10, uh, Tennessee, Denver, Cleveland, Atlanta, Detroit, Vegas, Rams, Washington, Giants, Dolphins. We're not going to have... Too much uh, flipping around this week because we're not making any money, but that'll probably be our 10 games that we're going to throw in. And uh, we'll be back next week to talk the wild card round, which will be fun. Um, obviously, we'll be betting. Have to reload some accounts for the playoffs. Uh, Trav, Michigan cost me a whole bunch this past weekend, but um, topic mm. for another day. Uh, Mark, trivia time. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me just do the... Uh, we don't care about any refs this week, right? I think we did the ref talk. Uh, who's doing the, two, the uh, announcing Saturday? That's yeah, that's what I was going to look up. Uh, the first game. Oh, it's our boys. It's uh, Levy and Riddick and Dan Orlovsky doing Chiefs Raiders. That's an ESPN game. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's an ABC ESPN doubleheader. Really? What? Yeah. Oh, both games are on uh, ABC ESPN. Yeah. So Buck and Aikman are doing the nightcap. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Huh. Uh, was that like that last year? Uh, 
I don't believe so. No. Hmm. I think ESPN renegotiated their deal this year. Um, when they did the Buck and Aikman shit. Yeah. Uh, Nance and Romo doing Bill's Pats. Obviously, big emotions. Nance is going to be unbearable. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, he's going to be awful. Charles Davis doing Giants Eagles. You get him one more time, Trav. One more time. Uh, although he, one more run. He's going to be around in the playoffs, too. Who am I kidding? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. They finally got Mark Sanchez doing a Geno game. Rams, Seahawks. Okay. Wait, so Wait. Giants, Giants is on CBS? Yeah, the schedule's all fucked up this week. There's no rules. What? Week 18. Jets, Jets, Dolphins is on Fox. Uh, <laughs> that's that's <laughs> bizarre. Because it all it all depended on like they they want the games to be, you know, played at the same time if they theoretically matter at the same time. So the one o'clock slate is just a just a. But wasteland. why should that matter? Like, which network gets it? I, I have no idea how they figured this out. I couldn't even begin to tell you. I, I feel like they just pick games out of a hat. Uh, Seems like it. <sighs> You don't like you don't like the Jets on Fox. I don't like a Jets Dolphins game being on Fox and a Eagles Giants. <laughs> I agree. Game being I totally on. agree. <laughs> just bothers no. me. Okay, it's bizarre. Uh, <laughs> let me see if there's any other outliers this week. It looks like those are pretty much the only ones. Actually, the rest all are holding by conference. So there must have been something weird with with the New York market and the doubleheaders or something. Hmm. Uh, whatever. Uh, that's it. Yeah, Mark. Trivia time. Uh, trivia. Yes. Uh, let me just recap. Last week, I asked, can you name the first NFL team to have two wide receivers with an average annual salary of $10 million per year? Um, got a couple guesses. Doug Bruckner, friend of the pod. Uh, I guess Larry Fitzgerald and Anaquan Bolden. Um, a very good guest. Jeff Kung guessed Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. Uh, and Jeff, uh, you were correct. They were the first NFL franchise to have two wide receivers with ten million, making ten million. Uh, both Marvin and and Reggie. So nice job, Jeff. Um, moving on for you guys this week. Uh, there was some buzz today um, from Jets offensive coordinator uh, Michael Floor, who spoke to the media, saying, you know, in retrospect, maybe it would have been better if uh, Zach Wilson sat in his first year. Um, I thought it was kind of an interesting, candid comment from before, and, and I kind of agree. Uh, and that got me wondering uh, if I could think of the other quarterbacks drafted in the first round that did not start a game in their first year. Um, of course, I looked it up. Uh, so my question for you guys is, what quarterbacks drafted in the first round since 2000 did not start a game in their first season? How many are there? How many are there? One, two, three, seven. Hmm. Okay. So whoever gets more wins. Sure. Trav, you went up. Trav went up one last week. Uh, I feel like there's one obvious one that we shouldn't count, but. Well, you can, you should, I'm not sure that I can come up with one beyond that. So. Okay. Rogers. Yep. Rogers is correct. I was uh, thinking we shouldn't count that one. No, I think you you should. I mean, I literally may not be able to come up with one. Okay. But uh, I think Roger said like first three years or something, first four years. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Oh, boy. Seven happy to give on. hints, too. Happy to give some hints. Are some of these old? I'm assuming. Um, Since 2000. Yeah. I mean, I, I think 
Oh, most of them are right? in the early 2000s. Because, right, because you draft a quarterback <sighs> today, starting mm-hmm. tomorrow. I think this is wrong, but Trey Lance? Uh, nope. He, he started a couple games last year. Yeah. I like that guess, though, because I, I think they were planning to sit him. I'm pretty sure this is right. Carson Palmer? You know, I thought the same thing. Um, he came Kidna, in, right? He came in. Okay. He, he came in and started a couple couple games, I guess. You guys need hints? Not yet. Not one, yet. One more H. Um, fuck, man. Stafford. <clears throat> uh, nope. Stafford. Horrible, horrible guess. No, horrible that, that, guess. it's it's actually not a horrible guess. Um. Because I think Stafford what was it. He started the fewest. He the fewest was yeah. He started the fewest games since in the last ten years. Sorry, first rounder. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone who got injured. I'm going to tell you it's right now. It, it, it's nothing to do with injuries if you're not starting your first year, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're saying that that player got injured? Is that what you're saying? Like he came in and injured into the league and didn't play, you know, like a red shirt right. here. But maybe uh, I guess you're I, I don't, the way that it's not. I don't uh, think maybe one of these guys did, but that's okay. a hard guy to get. Most of these guys uh, were literally just sat. One, because <sighs> there was well Okay. Well hey. This guy sucks. Uh Paxton Lynch. <laughs> uh I don't see. Did he start a game? First round pick? Was he a first round pick? He was. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he must have started a game because I, I don't have him on my list. Now I'm curious. Is this list accurate? I'll look him up. No, no. You're, he probably started a game. Yeah. Paxton Lynch. I'm just thinking about busts. Christian Ponder. He did start That's his good. first year. He, he started two, uh, two games. Uh, nope. Ponder must have started a game too. Was he a first round pick? He was, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. just thinking about guys that were busts. Like I can't, I don't know how else to do so, it. I, and they were like late first round picks. So I'm going to not know who they were. So yeah. out of this list, um, so you got one. There's six remaining. Three of these guys are not busts and probably made multiple Pro Bowls. Oh, Rivers. Hmm. Rivers. Rivers is one. He oh, started what a great call. behind Drew Brees, who was there at the time. Yeah. And then, uh, what Breeze was traded for? Wadanian? Am I remembering that correctly? No, Breeze left as a free agent. Yep. Right. Right. Saban. After he had the shoulder injury. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> Kyle um, Bowler. No, that's a good guess too. These are some nice polls. Oh, Jordan Love. Uh, no. Did he start a game? Oh, he God. did. He did. He did. No, he did. Fuck. That's a great guess. Uh, oh, Dwayne Haskins? Nope, not Dwayne. Dennis. R.I.P. <laughs> Mahomes. Mahomes? Mahomes started the last game of the season. Oh. Uh, All right. Um, I'm trying to think. You guys want, uh... A division, a team. How about I give just give you the teams? I'm gonna give you teams. Two. You've gotten two out of seven. This is a tough question. All right. One team is the Titans, one is the Vikings, one is the Jets, one is the Browns, and one is the Bills. Jake Locker? Jake Locker. That's correct. Mm. 
started behind, uh, or didn't start, he was behind Matt Hasselbeck his first season. Sorry, the other teams were... Vikings, Jets, Browns, Bills. Browns, Bills. Pennington? Pennington was behind Vinny Testaverde. Didn't play his first year. E.J. Manuel? Oh, that's a good one. It's a good guess. It's not correct. Hmm. Who's that other guy? J.P. Lossman? Yeah, J.P. (laughs) He was behind Drew Bledsoe. Browns and Vikings, take us home. Browns. I just Brady Quinn. Yeah, Brady Quinn. Yep, behind Derek Anderson. Vikings. Uh, (sighs) Culpepper. Dante. Nice. I didn't realize he was a first rounder. Eleventh pick. Behind. Jeff George and Randall Cunningham. What what year was he drafted? Must have been two thousand. Is what I'm guessing. Two thousand. I want to say, yeah. Dante. Either way, I, I even up the trivia for the year going into the postseason. Very nice. That's good. That was a good question mark. Yeah. You guys earned that. Wait, was that the last one? Oh yeah, that was the last one. Yeah. <laughs> um, Culpepper drafted in uh, ninety nine. Ninety nine. Man, he flamed out so hard. He's like his career is very similar to Wentz. Is it? I guess it kind of is. Like if he didn't have Moss, who even know if he would have been good at all? Is that right? I mean, like I, I remember him being pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I know it was short, but a lot of these guys had short peaks. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame Al Davis isn't alive because it Wentz definitely would have ended up on the Raiders at some point. <laughs> Probably. Uh, You're right. Culpepper really only had three good years. They're really good, though. Right? Like he was yeah. MVP. He was a monster yeah. in Madden. A monster. Monster. Yep. Yeah. That was, you just yeah. you just drop back and then press A and chuck it up to Moss. Or whatever button so he, he was. I think he went to Sabin in Miami, I think. Instead of when, Breeze. when Breeze did not go. Yeah, yeah. that's that's right. That's and that's it where it went downhill. Yeah. Hmm. Um, all right. Good let question. me send the, uh, the listeners out with one. Um, I think we kind of glossed over the Pro Bowl announcements a few weeks ago, but not lost on me was that Geno Smith, the former Jets quarterback, deservedly was selected to his first Pro Bowl. Um, and did you know that Gino became the latest quarterback to be selected to his first Pro Bowl in year 10 or later of his career? My question for you, the listeners, is can you name the last quarterback before Geno Smith to be selected to a Pro Bowl in year 10 or later of his career? If you know the answer, tweet at us, text us, call us. So the last quarterback to be selected to Pro Bowl in year 10 or later of his career. Correct. How's it not Brady? Um, Brady was selected to a Pro Bowl, I guess, before year 10. Oh, oh, their first Pro Bowl. Their first, first Pro, Bowl. Pro Bowl. Sorry, sorry. Did yeah. I, I didn't say no, that. No, no, I might have okay. not been listening. I might have not been listening. I'm executing a fantasy basketball trade over here. Sorry. Uh, oh. Oh, yeah? You want to let us in on what's going on? 
Um, Getting Matherin? No, no, no. You guys will find out shortly. You'll find out shortly. Some of you listeners in the league will also find out shortly as well. But uh, <laughs> not that exciting to most of you. Uh, but uh, yeah, get us your guesses. That's a good question. I got to think about this one. And uh, we'll be back for a wild card round next week. Probably back taping this on Wednesday. It should, should be out next Thursday. Uh, thanks for riding with us all regular season. We got we did pretty well, 55% in one of them. Next year, we got up to 60. We'll probably be just down to one entry. We got to hash all that out. But uh, it's always fun doing these things. It's freaking impossible. You think it's so easy to pick five games a week and you can't do it. But uh, we're going to get there one of these years and make some money in one of these contests. So uh, we'll back next week for the playoffs and we'll talk to you then.